0: Welcome to the Think Out Loud podcast. My name is George Yui, and this podcast is dedicated to those who are passionate about their personal development and are looking to create lives of passion, purpose, and peace. This podcast is called Think Out Loud because I've learned as a coach that when we think out loud, that is where insight is born. We see things more clearly, we feel things more deeply, and we move forward in life from our most authentic self. This is a Soulfire production.
1: Hello, hello. My man Johnny.
2: What's up, George?
1: How you doing, brother? I'm good, Dan. I'm good. How are you?
2: Doing pretty good as well, man. I can't complain.
1: I'm happy to hear that, man. It's good. It's good to feel your energy again. It's good to hear your voice. And you know, I'm excited for our um I'm excited for our quality conversation today. This will be um this will be fun, this will be deep, and I'm excited to just step in and, and see what shows up today. Yeah, most definitely. Before we start, I-, I want you to know that I always set the container as a safe space where I want you to feel like you can bring your completely imperfect, messy, authentic, vulnerable self. And if at the end of this conversation, you we choose to make this just confidential between you and I, that takes priority. Um, mm. If we decide that, hey, I- I'd love this for to be public and release this. Uh, out into the world as a podcast episode. That, that's an option, but it's not an expectation, and there'll be absolutely zero pressure to do that. We can check in on that later. What's most important is that you feel the freedom to fully say anything unhinged, and actually, that's that's the only rule that I have for our conversation: is to hide mm. nothing and hold nothing back. Mm.
3: It's beautiful. I'm
1: here for it. And. Uh, all right, man. Let's play then.
3: Yeah, I've done a lot of.
2: Uh, I just want to say, I've done a lot of uh, thinking since our last call. It's been very, uh, very nice and life changing. So I just wanted to uh, send you a kudos there. I really appreciate it. So far, I'm really
1: happy to hear that, man. As you've been doing some thinking, and as you've been potentially preparing for this call. Let me check in. What would make this conversation between you and me powerful for you today?
2: Mm. Well, I'm at this uh, space right now where I think I'm starting to realize what I what I want out of life. I uh, feel like I've been in this state and mode of survival uh, that is unnecessary. Uh, more so like, from like a financial standpoint and also just from a life standpoint like trying to survive 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 but I realized uh to hold on to true freedom is to make the conscious decision to live a way of life that uh more so aligns with me and uh to be honest I just want I want to set a routine and a, uh, a a flow for myself where I feel like I'm always making the world a more beautiful place, exploring the beauty of what's going on inside of me. And no matter how hard or dark or bad it may be, I want to be able to uh, embrace the beauty that it's trying to provide and the contrast it's trying to provide um, and just be in that consistent flow where I'm either making the world a more beautiful place or I'm learning how and learning more ways to do so. Uh, just something about that really sits right with me. I've, I've spent 25 years of my life more on a survival instinct and a uh, you know a, a happiness slash dopamine chase, but now I think I'm starting to really nail down what is that new flow for me that is actually going to give me the most whole and beautiful experience.
1: Let's expand the the awareness of what I what I do in transformational coaching. The reason why I call it shape-shifting is because there's, I, I go back to the, the butterfly caterpillar analogy. There's a caterpillar. It is this entity and this, this species and this being in the world. And then it, it, it cocoons and it goes through a morting stage where it actually deconstructs itself and essentially lets go of its old form for it to step into and become and e- literally evolve and shapeshift into a completely different species.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: There's who you have been and there's who you're going to be, who you're mm-hmm. consciously choosing to be. You've been someone who's focused on survival and that's defined What you focused on in your life, what belief systems you've been operating from, what values you've operated from, and our values evolve over time. And our values are a way of being in the world. Mm. And there's a gap between the caterpillar and the butterfly. And what I do to support my clients is help, number one, understand who they've been and who they want to be. And then we understand how to close the gap from there we look mm-hmm. at challenges, blocks, limitations, internal and external. So the first question then is who have you been and who do you want to become?
2: Mm. Well, I think Buckminster Fuller, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the name, but Buckminster Fuller said it best when he said every human being that's ever been born starts off being naked, ignorant, helpless, and curious, really. And I feel like that's kind of a quote that sums up what my experience has been up until this point. Um feeling very uh, lost, yet experimental and curious, Uh, probably not doing things, uh, you know, what would be the best for my outcome, but have been very uh, full contrast, uh, curiosity, Um, you know, finding the things that feel good and dabbling in those things as much as possible, finding the things that feel bad and, and, and... Shying away from them as a, as a safety uh, precaution, um, you know, and 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 see, figuring out who I am, and also, uh, you know, how beautiful am I, or am I beautiful, or am I worth, you know, what, what what is what is my and what is my values, or how do I see myself? These all these things, I think, have been like a uh, an ever expanding carousel in my mind that I've been trying to discover and, uh, you know, chase, chase, chase. But now moving forward, I see myself realizing that, okay, I've done the experimentation. I've done the, 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 the seeking and the adventuring and the, uh, you know, come through some really hard stuff reparenting myself and, and uh, going through relationships that have challenged me in very deep, deep, deep ways. And, you know, you, you just come to a point where you realize life is short and, you know, it's it's about, you know, making this experience, for me at least, uh, the most beautiful experience it can be and, and really sticking to that. And, and, and having a sense of responsibility where now it's like I, I kind of am creating a balance of where I want to go and not just a bounds of free range, you know, do whatever and feel good, but more so now like what is actually contributing to a better feeling in my, in my body and a better feeling in my mind and, and with my soul? And, and how is that uh, allowing me to help others do the same uh, just by, uh, I think that's just how the world works. You, you attract who you are and I want to be someone that contributes to beauty and, and, and happiness in this world, especially during this hard time. And so, you know, first I have to, you know, kind of set myself free and, and along those lines first, and so that's really what I'm, I'm searching for at this stage of my life, or not even just searching for now, starting to uh, dabble in and experience more. Let me just play, let me, let me, let me play with what
1: you've just shared, and I'm, and I'm going to do it through the form of a simple introduction. And if I were to speak you into the room, and I were to not tell anyone about your past, your accomplishments
3: your businesses, your memes, your creative pursuits.
1: What if I were to say, ladies and gentlemen, today I'd like to introduce you to Johnny Rapp. And he's a man who has chosen to live life focused on creating beauty and meaningful connection everywhere he goes. What's stirring for you as you receive that?
2: Um, That sounds uh, very nice for me, you know, I just, uh, I mean, I love that. I love that that perspective on myself and it it resonates.
1: What I uncovered from what you shared is there are some values that are cementing in your awareness of your way of being in the world beauty and seek you want to create your creator you're an artist you want to create beautiful things you want to live from a beautiful state you want to engage in beautiful relationships you want to build beautiful businesses that make a difference in the world you want to surround yourself with beautiful people not just physically but 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 energetically and spiritually you 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 want to do things that create and elicit a feeling of connection of energy that, that uplift you because you've spent a lot of time in your life around people and circumstances and in your own thinking that drain you of energy. And what I'm hearing from you is that you are a man that wants to live an energy-rich life filled with connection and living in a beautiful state. Mm-hmm. And there's the cementing of the awareness of that, Johnny, that is really significant because it becomes an anchor for you. Is what I'm pursuing beautiful? Do I feel energized? Am I feeling connection? Mm -hmm. When you have a value, society has taught us to find our sense of significance from material things, external validation, success, what other people think, women, sex, fame, cars, things. But when it comes to our sense of self-worth, those things only go so far, and the reality of it is it's not very far. Mm. You cannot get enough of what you don't need to feel significant, worthy, important, self-meaning, self-connection. But where we, what I've learned in life is that where we find true significance is in our way of being in the world. In other words, values that we feel connected to that we 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 become aware of, and then we use to audit is this choice project, business pursuit in alignment with these values
2: is what is
1: a what does the decision of beauty look like versus not what is it taking an action that energizes me look like, and what is taking an action that doesn't energize me look like? You have these awareness, and when you feel connected to those things. You, one Number one, uh, when it comes to making decisions, a lot of times when you've got these values, you have actually already made the decision before you are even aware of what the opportunities were mm. because you've committed to a way of being in the world. And that act of commitment, of self-commitment to your values is an act of self-love. It's called congruency. Congruency is when your thoughts, your belief systems, Your feelings, your emotions, your principles are all in alignment with your values. Your values are this core, this essence of you. And as you start to unfold and peel the layers back of who you now want to be, who's the butterfly, you start to be able to create from that place. Mm -hmm. What's your input on that?
2: yeah i I completely agree uh yeah, i I've come to realize you know what my interpretation of reality is like we're almost living in uh we're living in creation we're living in a big beautiful uh you know multi-dimensional art piece uh that has this like specific aura or uh energy to it that can be uh kind of I don't know, interpreted and uh, interacted with and experimented with, but you, you get to a certain point where you're actually then able to uh, g- help generate and contribute more to it. And in a world today where everyone's trying to get you to focus on strictly materialistic things like the sex of the world, like the, you know, the cars and all these different tangible things, those things do hold an energetic value to them but there's just so much more that you can focus on and you can soak in when you kind of expand your your ideas of what uh you know really is going on in this living life situation and uh yeah that's kind of what comes up for me is just like really being able to decide how can i contribute beauty to the world at large and humanity uh, throughout each moment and not just focus on contributing to myself because that's where I think that survival kind of kicked in or whatever. It's more of a, you know, survival is just me, focus on me and make sure I'm okay. Uh, and and now it's more so uh, we focus on we and making sure we are creating the best experience that we can uh, in a time that that is very uh seeked out. There's a very dark time. So now is a perfect time to Generate and create light and creativity and and, and this reality mhm,
3: mm-hmm.
2: so
1: again, more more is coming to the surface. You've seen the survival instinct and how that leads to selfish thinking, selfish behavior, but now you're evolving. You're moving from selfish to service, or someone say selfless
2: hmm it's actually uh it's like a new level of selfishness if you if there's a way to look at it in this way where you want to feel good in life everything that you see and every person that you see every time you see good and you see it in a real but optimistic way and look to contribute and not take uh it, it generates a great feeling so in a way it's actually more selfish to want to be <laughs> so beautiful for the world and for humanity because it's going to give you a better more rich experience in this short 80 to 100 years that you have here and so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm acting out of uh, selfishness to want to create a better reality and to see everyone as best as I can because if I see you as worst as I can it just it affects me in a negative way overall the most and so that's actually like the most like a uh, messed up thing. You're just destroying yourself and, and you're in all sorts of ways. And and so it's, uh, I don't know, we, we need to actually step into what does it mean to actually be selfish and to realize the self is actually not just within our own body, but also uh, we, we have so many selves around us that we can contribute to and, and enrich our experience. You
1: have a, a developing and an evolving spiritual practice and there's this sense of interconnectedness that we're all one. And so as I serve you, that means that I also serve me. Yes, you are right. Service is the best drug. When when we serve, the amount that we give is 10 times back what we receive. And at the same time, the paradox of it is, is that we cannot be serving in the world thinking about what we're going to get from it. It has to be unconditional. We have to be able to serve without expectation. And that's the subtle distinction. It's like, yes, we have this awareness that service will bring us back things. It'll make us feel the best. It's just, it, it meets the spiritual need. And when we serve, we do have to serve without a focus on what it will give back for me. When I coach, I'm completely unattached to whether or not someone will ever sign up with me or not. When I set an intention before a call, like I did in our meditation, I set the intention of, I want to serve this person so powerfully that they never forget this conversation for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. That's it. And whatever happens from that happens. Maybe we work together, maybe we don't. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, it's not, oh, I'm going to serve him so well. And then all of a sudden, like, maybe he'll want to coach with me. It's a, it's a different energy. And so, mm-hmm. yes, there is this understanding and awareness of it. But we have to consciously be filling our needs up for ourselves. There's, there's a difference between selfish and self-care. We have to self-care to, make, to meet our own mm-hmm. needs put the mask on ourselves first and then we serve in life from that overflowing cup but my cup's already full because i filled it and so that overflow goes into the world and what i receive back yeah maybe i might need to upgrade and get a bigger cup but there isn't this like
2: conditional
1: response that i'm looking back from the universe to receive Mm -hmm. so to heighten your awareness i wanted to clarify that but also some really great things that are coming through right now so again just Capturing some values about your way of being. You, we've talked about beauty. We've talked about connection. Now, this notion of what do I create in the world? Creation, life is created, energy rich, and service. These are mm-hmm. things that are starting to boil to the surface right now, just in the space that we have created today. Mm-hmm. It's powerful. And mm-hmm. you started talking about focusing on we versus me. So, there's an element of community.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Once you start. This is why slowing down and creating space is so powerful, is once you start becoming aware of who you want to be, what you want and what to do starts to just kind of become clear. Mm -hmm. In the same way that we plant seeds in the world and we nurture them and nourish them and water them, and some seeds sprout in spring, and ironically, some seeds don't sprout until summer. Some don't even sprout until the odd months of winter when we least expect it. And we're never really sure when they're going to sprout, but what happens over time is that they end up, they end up coming forth. Mm. And maybe some, some, we have an idea of what some seeds will be and some don't, but we try to practice a sense of non-attachment to them because when we become too attached to it, an idea of what a seed can be, we actually limit the unfolding of its true potential. Mm. But let's just play anyways. I want to shift gears out of, we've played in this realm of who you want to be. Now let's play in the realm of, let's let's actually play a game where we go three years into the future. Mm-hmm. And this is just a game. Then you can, again, access your creative potential and just pick it up. Or you can have already feed off a sense of awareness of what it is. But let's play a game where we pretend that we go three years into the future. So it's February 16th, 2026. We're not one year, we're not two years, we're three years into the future. And just to kind of mess with your thinking a little bit and wow you a little bit, think about where you were three years ago mm-hmm. in comparison to today. Now you're three years into the future. Mm-hmm. You've lived a life of beauty and connection and energy and creation and service and community. And here we are, and you just say, holy shit, George, so the last three years have been so so powerful and so extraordinary. And tell me what's happened. Tell me what you created. Tell me who you've become. Tell me what's going on in your life. Tell me what you've accomplished, what goals you achieved. Mm -hmm. And let that just kind of flow through you. And when you're ready, just say, holy shit, George, the last three years have been extraordinary. And then speak to me in past tense about everything that's happened.
2: That's mm. <laughs> cool. I'm, first, I'm, I'm thinking about three years ago and how that was uh, you know, kind of the beginning of the pandemic was going on. And I remember these shifts that were happening for me uh, throughout that time. And then me coming to this realization, maybe around June 2020 when the pandemic and uh, a lot of the like George Floyd stuff and uh, just all sorts of craziness was going on. Uh, with the lockdown and just, uh, you know, coming at a, a point where I was like, I want to make, I want to fix all this or try my best to uh, help alleviate a lot of this pain that so many of these individuals are experiencing in an internal level, in their home, and even just in society and, and under their under their kind of connection with their community. There's just so much That seems to be missing that people are looking for, but they don't know what they're looking for. They were all just walking millions of people just walking towards trying to make a change or standing up and saying, we're trying to make a change. But inevitably, uh, the change uh, could have been done if they all were to get to know each other and connect with one another a little bit more and not just try to connect under trying to tear something down. and. You know, coming to this realization that I want to help create these, almost like uh, you know, uh, community centers—these beautiful centers of uh, of or spaces that people can connect with each other and get to know each other, and uh, you know, know that there's going to be people there that are uh, contributing to the natural world and contributing to helping heal and create more beauty in the world, and you know, literally within you know, three years, I'm, I'm building a new space and creating a, a space that does just that. And, uh, you know, fast forward to 2026, three year game here. It's like, wow, I can't believe that there's so many community spaces around the world that are contributing to amazing, beautiful connection. And also uh, a, a great amount of of good and, and beauty and creation is coming out of these spaces as well. And, you know, what started to be in LA was uh, a plan for us to be able to, you know, create a template that could spread around the world. And, you know, we've always known Los Angeles to be a place that influences the world. And the fact that we were able to create a solar punk here that was successful proved that we could put them everywhere because there's, not really a a community center that's built for the future built to contribute to beauty and to connection you know we we have churches and we have uh restaurants where people connect but really there's a you know there's a lot of walls there and it's not very open to the full beauty and connection it's kind of just different pockets of it and we've been able to create a whole space or a whole uh, template that is spread and now it's you know, in a hundred different countries and uh, I can kind of travel and go to different spaces and connect with different cultures and contribute to them in a way that I've always been seeking. And what started off as just a a depressed and confused kid is now someone that's found a flow of of creation and and construction and community around the world. And, you know, it's it's a really great opportunity for us to, you know, just, expand our, our, our humanity because with the the coming of age of technology it's, it's separated us on a physical level but gotten us more deep into the material world through our technology and this uh is the rebuttal to that that could spiral and grow and evolve just as much as technology has been but in just a whole new way. Um so those, those are some things that come up for me uh from a uh you know three years in the future perspective. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: i'm just going to stay curious that covers this kind of realm to me of mission of profession of artistry of what you're creating um it's it's profound um just out of curiosity have you ever spoken that into the world before
2: no that was my first time just now
1: what is that how would you describe what coming through for you right now energetically?
2: Um just a, a reaffirmation because I've been doing this, you know, building solar punk park and developing the solar punk movement, uh, where it is like it now is a time where being punk or being against the grain is actually to find your own freedom and to contribute what your beauty is to the world and to not just be consuming things and, and slowly waiting for time to pass, but to Take that self-control into your own hands and, and create things and trust that your neighbors and the people that you're going to attract are actually there to do the same thing and that you all can contribute to each other and that you don't just see people as just material, but you see people as you know these these magical instruments of beauty and, and contribution that is good for everyone and, and there's enough good for all of us. there's an infinite amount of it that we want to tap into and and we can. You know, just as much as we've tapped into, you know, unfortunately, some really bad destruction and, and separation, uh, we can find just as much, uh, if not more energy of coming together and, and, and connection. And that's, that's just kind of some stuff that comes up for me right now that I've really uh, been working towards and been doing my entire life, really, since I was two, three years old. I was just born into that. But now being able to realize that and know what I'm trying to create. And connecting a lot of the dots, and and thinking even about some of my ancestors or people in my family tree that have been doing bits and pieces of this, and then realizing, you know, I, I can be the one that helps bring all of this together and organize it in a very tasteful way that then, you know, just creates a blank canvas for people to start realizing life is about, you know, a, a multi-dimensional, uh, you know, creative process that is very rewarding if you accept it to be that way. And, uh, you know, I I can say from firsthand, being creative and and generating beauty really does uh, create an amazing kind of karmic loop for you that I think many of us have been on the opposite end of the spectrum, unfortunately, just based off of where humanity's been at in this, you know, past millennia. But, you know, times are changing and and we have have a doorway to change right now, which is so beautiful and such a a grand uh, time to be alive.
1: I I just got a vision of a landing page on a website or a meme or a door opening uh, into this community center that says life is a multidimensional creative process with infinite rewards.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) That's beautiful.
1: What other beauties inside of you that hasn't been spoken out into the
2: world yet? Mm. I think uh, uh, a focus on... Uh, intergenerational connection, meaning connecting with people that are older and younger is something that's super, super uh, underrated these days. And I think that's largely due to a disconnect in vocabulary. And, and you know, some of the older, wiser people in the world are spending time looking at specific media and hanging in specific circles. And then, you know, people that are younger are looking at you know specific social media and stuff like that and hanging in different circles. And they kind of have developed their own uh, separate grammar and perspectives, And that's not good because we really, you know, we can learn a lot from the older people just as much as older people can learn a lot from younger people and figuring out a way to really uh, connect people. And they, they say that this, this ability to connect with an older person and, and when you're younger and a younger person when you're older is like one of the top ways to keep yourself healthy and happy and in the loop of reality of of you know the human condition and the beauty of the human experience, and it just seems like there's been a lot less of that in the past uh, you know few years at least, especially with the pandemic, it almost sparked that even higher. But really trying to figure out a way that we can connect you know all these generations again and cr- connect this family tree because it's it's really not uh, you know Gen Z versus the Boomers. It's supposed to be us working together to create. Uh, the best experience for all of us so that the future uh, civilians after even Gen Z have a better experience. And I think we all agree and want that, but we, we just haven't been able to really communicate that properly and it's been too divisive. And so I really just am uh, seeking a way where we can start drawing more bridges uh, that have been broken as of recent times and put them back in order so we can, I don't know, learn from each other and really create the best that we can or create the most beautiful that we can, not even the best, you know, what is the best, but, you know, we all can kind of uh, agree that uh, on beautiful things and, and let's, uh, you know, work together to, to build that.
1: Hmm. So, something that really stood out to me is just changing the paradigm between what's best and what's beautiful. Mm-hmm. and i i loved i i love this idea about connecting the newer generation with the older generation and understanding where there's a degree of separation from perspective from grammar from focus and i i love the idea of drawing broken bridges and and putting them back together to create these beautiful new connections that's really that's that's beautiful man
2: mm-hmm. i'm really hoping we can do it you know it's a the... You know, the, the Blue Zones of the world, they have this figured out. They, every Wednesday, they'll have a, a dance party in the, in the center of the community. And, you know, the Blue Zones, of course, are where people live the longest on average and live the happiest on average, which is a beautiful thing. And what are they doing? They really say that that, that number one uh, kind of common denominator is the fact that they'll meet up in the middle of the week and have dance parties and you'll see two-year-olds and and, and 99-year-olds uh you know dancing and having fun and so you're able to see you know yourself in different timelines in a way or see self in different timelines which is a really really beautiful 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 thing that we don't want to shy away from because at the end of the day we're going to be old one day or we're we're going to be old and wish we were young we're going to be young and wish we were old we're going to be young and Love being young, we're going to be old and love being old. We're going to have these multidimensional experiences throughout the whole timeline, but we can really learn so much. And and and, and with that learning comes the ability to have more tools to create more beauty and connection and uh, live a happier, you know, experience. And, you know, as spiritual as you can get, you know, it also just helps you develop your soul and, and, and evolve your, your, your spirit in, in a way that, contributing and helping you not experience as much anguish and pain, but also, or more so experience comfort and, and creation, which is actually where you come from and what the intention has been, but it's just been misjudged, I think with a lot of these psychological challenges and uh, you know, all of that is natural and has its beauty, but it's time for us uh, to all kind of stand up and realize, Hey, we've got access to infinite information. We're part of an infinite universe. Let's create something that's infinitely beautiful. And if you agree, you agree. And and to my experience, no matter what religion you're a part of or where you're from, I mean, you agree that your heaven is beautiful. So why not, you know, start trying to contribute to that today?
1: You know, there's just continuing to be a powerful flow of energy coming from inside of you right now. I I love the idea of this radical acceptance and radical authenticity being invited, encouraged. And also inspired by and inspired with. I, I just love the coming together of of of, of all things and these centers. I also really loved the draw to the to the blue zones. I I I'm very familiar with them. Um, but the reminder that you know, for me, as someone who can be a homebody, and I could, I could like not leave home for a week and be totally fine because I've got my, I've got a, a degree of nature, and I've got outdoors, and I've got good sunlight, and I've got my my meditation practice, my yoga practice. I could not leave home for a week and be totally happy, but I mm. and I, and frankly, I've been doing that for the last like several months, um, and it's been really hard to get me out. But just the reminder and the connection of hey, those that live the longest in the world have these middle of the week meetups where they dance. And I I oftentimes associate dancing for me with like, you know, my Burning Man behaviors and, Mm. and staying out late and all that. And it being very energy draining. But you know, like if you just had a a Wednesday hump day, you know, dance fun ceremony from six to 9 PM. And you created this marketing awareness of like, Hey, people that live in the longest, you know live the longest and live in these more tribal communities or live in these blue zones they do this and mm. it it i can i i actually just like felt the dopamine and the oxytocin from like being back with people just in the understanding of like wow that's a really good way to not just break up the week but make sure that like you know we don't we're not meant to be in isolation as human beings we're a social species but we get comfortable and mm-hmm. creating a a motivator of like hey we'll, we'll live longer and happier if we do these things I personally just resonated with
2: that with a lot, and so I wanted to share that. Um, uh, yeah, if you think and, about, you know, like, uh, yeah, I mean, if you think about, like, uh, you know, when are people happiest uh, in, like, our Western civilization to kind of draw that connection to people a little bit more at home, I would say I see people happiest at weddings, and it's not the fact that someone is getting mm-hmm. married. It is more so the fact that here you are. Here's grandma, and here's, you know, uh, the great-granddaughter, or, you know, it's like it's a whole mix of people and a, a connection and meeting strangers. But like that's something that doesn't need to just exist in the confines of a, a, a business, a, a, a government uh, agreement between two people. Like <laughs> that actually could be something that's just a free human right that you connect with. And, you know, I, I've spent time with, you know, the Hasidic Jewish people and every Wednesday at 630 in the morning at the synagogue, they like to dance and, and, and swing around and do all this stuff and have fun. And I've never seen a group of guys so happy dancing with each other and 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 feel so connected to one another. But there is all of these different cultural references that you could show like, hey, this is the best feeling and best experience. You know, how can we generate this type of cultural movement, especially in a place like Los Angeles, where we are so influential and we are so interconnected with the rest of the countries around the world, which you can't say that about anywhere else. You know, I'm from Tennessee. Do you think there's, there's someone from literally every single country or connected to every single country there? Maybe, but compared to LA, absolutely not. LA is the most capped into connected. This is, uh, if the internet was a, a, a city, this is the place where it comes all interconnected. And so this is where we, you know. <laughs> this is where we got to bring in our uh, experience of what is healthiest for us. Because right now, this the city is uh, you know sick for lack of a better term. But uh, the the medicine exists. The solution exists. We know it. There are studies that these blue zones are where people live happier, healthy lives, and it's just their their lifestyle choices. And it's not really about just where they're at in the world. It is that main key of like community. And 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 figuring out how to do that in such a tasteful yet natural way, and not trying to be too forceful on it or too capitalistic on it, but just to be as beautiful as we can when approaching the the concept of creating community and seeing where that goes.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm loving this man. Take this energy, and I want I want to keep channeling it because you're in a flow right now, and I don't want to stop it until it's a, it feels complete. And I feel like there's more in there. What are other projects that you've got cooking, even in present time today, that if you drew it out three years, what do those projects look like and what have they done for the world?
2: Um, We've created a a series of workshops for everyone, really, to better understand their relationship with technology and not just technology in general, but, uh, you know, these smartphones and these computers, these things that are very potent right now and have this gravity. That is very strong, uh, we've been able to help people find personal freedom through these personal computers and these personal phones, and not just uh, personal kind of jail cells uh, or, or, or kind of echo chambers, and being able to create a whole experience. So being able to have, or, or now having classes where kids can come in and learn on a Saturday, uh, they'll be in a very natural place, and they'll learn how to naturally align with this technology. But also, we invite parents and grandparents to come through and also do the same thing because they are the examples for their children. And actually, kids do mostly whatever their parents do. So if the parents are spending time on their phone looking at social media, best believe the most natural thing for the kid is going to be to pick up the phone and go on YouTube or look at whatever social media they're into. And so if the parents are more so aligned with, hey, this phone is actually a tool that I use to create connection, to create community. To have discussions and to learn, the kids will do that as well, which will allow the kids to step away from their experience on the phones, not feeling like, oh, I wish I had that toy I was just watching that guy play with on YouTube. But now, wow, I have all these new skills where I can go create. I'm going to collaborate with my mom and dad, or I'm going to collaborate with my grandparents because I know they have skill sets too. And now uh, we're 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 kind of reinventing what a family structure is now that we have this infinite uh, knowledge database and everyone around the world has a, a direct relationship with it. Some people can't even eat every day, but they have access to the internet. That's where we've gotten to today. So let's take this opportunity to use this as an ability to connect us all together and to lift each other up, to lift our own skills up, sets up. And that's what we're doing. And, uh, you know, uh, starting to get it rolled out into school systems. So now it's, uh, you know, a, a school program where kids are learning this from kindergarten to eighth grade, uh, how to best, Make use of the internet and to not let the internet make use of you. And this is something that's sh- shifting people's perspective. We were seeing uh, back in 2023 a lot of anxiety and depression spikes, and that has suppressed a bunch just of helping people realign their relationship with their phones and with the world at large. And uh, yeah, that's a kind of a flow that comes up for me on, on, on what we uh, or what I'm, I'm searching for in these next few years. Mm. What about you
1: personally?
2: And by the way, everything you said was just
1: beautiful, but I want to just keep going. What about you personally? What else do you want to create in your life? You know, you and I have talked a lot about relationships and romance. That's part Mm -hmm. of life. Being a life Mm -hmm. transformational coach is a lot about mission and purpose and professional pursuits and creative pursuits. But it also involves these other areas of life, romance, Mm -hmm. family, the quality of life the beautiful experiences that you want to have in the world that just come as a result of you enjoying these things.
2: Mm.
1: What does that look like?
2: Mm. Uh, in the year 2026, I hope to be saying, you know, I have found a, a partner, a, uh, a, a better half, or maybe someone that helps me feel more whole and I help her feel more whole. And we have, more interest and uh, aligned skill sets. And we wake up every day trying to make the world a more beautiful place together. We see the world as our family. We see every human as a family member and we try to embrace them and to, uh, you know, generate a, a better experience for them. And we do that so effortlessly because it's just ingrained in us and we spend time meditating on it, praying for it, wishing for it. And now we found ourselves in a flow where we're able to do that together, and uh, the power of love is so powerful that you know, when you take a, a, a two entities or two people that are so in love and connected and also understand each other and have a shared goal, it's able to magnify to or multiply uh, in a way that is so beautiful and almost larger than life, which has its own story of its own, that really inspires so many other people to uh, reestablish what they look for in a relationship yes you want to see a beautiful person every day but also what if you could contribute to the beauty in the world together and, and be proud of one another throughout each day and so having a relationship like that and being able to consistently you know find that and, and travel and adventure together and contribute to the world together is such a, a beautiful thing for me and something that I'm, I'm most proud of because you know making the world a better place is always better when you have a uh, you know, a partner that's a best friend by your side, and so it's great to be able to have this.
1: Mm. How's that feel? Saying that out loud,
2: oh, it feels great. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm, I'm feeling it, man. I'm smiling from ear to ear right now. I'm like, man, I want some of those things too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see some of your dreams.
3: <laughs>
1: no, it's gorgeous, man. It's, it, you're in, you're in flow right now. What else That's do you definitely. want to experience? What else do you want to experience in life that would be extraordinary?
2: I So far, I've learned that the world has so much to see. And what an amazing time to live where we can hop on a airplane and fly through the air and land somewhere. Just, you know, 200 years ago, it would take you six months to go from, you know, Europe to America, you know, minimum. And hopefully you're going to survive that. And now you can just hop on a plane and go wherever. And so I I want to uh, know my full self. And so I'm on a mission to see the full world as much as I can. I believe each city and each country has such a beautiful and unique character to it that I just want to get to know, because I feel if I immerse in all the different characters and all the different, you know, kind of energy vortexes of the earth, I actually start to realize all the energy that's within me through this, It's actually, uh, you know, recognizing that the, the earth is actually a conscious planet and that it has so many different angles to it for you to explore, just as you have so many angles in your creative endeavor endeavors or in your uh you know mental endeavors for you to explore. It's the same thing on the outside of this world. And, you know, waking up to the fact that it is an alive entity, even though I see asphalt on the ground right now and very little trees, you know, there's actually a huge, huge world we're living on—that's a living, breathing organism that has an ocean, and it's—it's it's the lungs of the earth, bringing the wind, and it's absorbing the sun just like me, and it's creating things just like me. And I want to experience all the different angles of that, and I want it to experience all the different angles of me in return.
1: Mm. Amazing. Is there anything else in there?
2: I don't kind of feel like I need to di- digest everything I just said right now. These, all those things are like. uh kind of my first uh time even expressing that and you know sometimes it takes conversations to even get to know yourself you know and uh that definitely has just happened just now
1: well as i mentioned to you that's why i, I coach around insight and that's mm-hmm. why my podcast is called think out loud is because oftentimes the most powerful thing that i can do as a coach is just stay silent and guide mm-hmm. you to places deep within yourself crack mm-hmm. the places open and let them flow out and mm-hmm. oftentimes new things have emerged that have never emerged before and and most oftentimes in coaching, that's all that's required. That's all that's mm-hmm. enough. So much flow of what's come from the inside out from you. Mm-hmm. And all of that is new to your conscious awareness. And, mm-hmm. you know, right now you get to just be with that. Take the mm-hmm. pressure of worrying how, take the strategy, take the steps, just take that off the table right now. I would just invite you to continue to access into this creative potential. And the state Mm. of what would a beautiful life look like for me holistically across all these Mm. different areas. And right now you've been, I mean, what's really beautiful is that you've said things and uncovered things that you've never, ever said out loud before. Mm -hmm. So in my business, we call that a breakthrough.
3: Mm. You're breaking
1: through to new awareness, man. New awareness of who you want to be. A man that has chosen to live life in a beautiful state and mm-hmm. from a place of connection, of energy, of creation, of community, and of service. Mm-hmm. And, and, and there's a whole lot of creative ideas that are now out into the world. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my old mentor, Tony Robbins, used to say that when we think about things, it's just a dream. But when we speak mm. them into the world, it starts to become possible. And when we schedule it and write it down, it's mm. like a contract where we make it real because we're actually taking action by writing mm. it down. So mm. I would I invite you to listen back to this recording and write some of these things down and mm. just let them start coming to life from the inside out and let that be. And just let it be for now. Let the seed be there.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm going to do.
1: Visualize the
2: words and hear the words and just kind of tap into their senses and then, uh, you know, just be able to kind of speak them, uh, you know, with my friends that I'll be with as well and see how that turns out.
1: Absolutely, man. Um, I'll send it over.
2: I really appreciate you, though. This has uh, been really life-changing uh, conversation. I'm looking forward to
1: diving in more. So am I, Johnny.
0: Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of the Think Out Loud podcast. If you liked it, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review it. And potentially share it with a friend. And if you're looking to get in touch with me, you can find me on Instagram at shapeshift underscore coach, or just search my name. And you can also find me on my website at www.shapeshiftcoach.com. Look forward to seeing you here again soon.